come with us where the corn is popped and the throwback Thursdays never stop. It's a magical land not far away. All you have to do is just press play. So hop on the couch and close your eyes. Gonna party like it's 99. Join us, watch the movies of our lives with Blockbuster Eyes. Welcome to Blockbuster Wives, where your two favorite 90s babies talk about movies from the era of a certain blue and yellow video rental store. I'm your host with the most, Late V's, Shea Baby. And this is Stacy, not always kind, but always rewinds. And you're listening to Blockbuster Wives. Blockbuster Wives. Blockbuster Wives. Boom. I love how the founder of Shrekfest said our podcast name. Listen, you know what? It's funny that you mentioned Shrek immediately on this episode mm. because it's also a DreamWorks production. Oh, as is this film. As is this film. Which we heavily foreshadowed in our last episode <laughs> and then at the end revealed. <laughs> we really, really fucking did. And if you didn't tune in the last episode, then you're not going to get to watch this episode. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, she's the man. She's the man. We're, we're Starring Amanda Bynes. Yeah, I think we're going to try to jump right in if possible, because last time we kind of took a giant Wisconsin-shaped detour <laughs> uh, before we even got to the movie. So, so yeah, Welcome time, back. It's Transformation Month. It sure and is. what is more of a transformation yep. than Amanda Bynes? Period. This is the third episode of Transformation Month, and next episode is also going to be so fucking great. Mm, but anyway. Yes. Which we also alluded to last yeah, episode. Yeah, we basically right? said it. So that's cool. why you gotta listen. Yeah, you just you have to listen because you get all the little uh, Easter eggs, the little crumbs that'll lead you to righteousness. So, anyway, this movie's She's the Man, starring Amanda Bynes. Fucking great movie. If you haven't seen it, you haven't lived, and that's just on period. That's it. It's maybe the base, <laughs> one of the biggest basis bases. Hmm? basis question mark basis it's one of the right i don't know one of the biggest bases. i don't know one of the well, well anyway it's it's a big fucking it's one deal, of the pillars all right it's a big deal it's a big deal and then i'm dressed as a pickle uh, <laughs> 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 i didn't think i was gonna laugh it's so stupid Ooh, okay, I'm round the big two. Deal. <laughs> I'm like, we're not gonna detour them. We're not gonna dilly over dally. Five minutes in, Shay's dressed as a pickle. Uh oh. You feel me? Um, <laughs> no, it's one of the biggest pillars of. It's like, it's just so important to our the shaping of our sense of humor. Just, I yeah. mean, it's just reality. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. It's Amanda Bynes, which I feel like Amanda Bynes was just a big foundational pillar to our lives because we were very interested in comedy from a young age. Not a lot of female comedian examples. Amanda Bynes was one of them. And not only a comedian, but she's like so physical too. Mm-hmm. And she's not afraid to be really, really fucking silly. And it's rare that women do voices or are, like, allowed to do voices or, like, do silly voices. But she was all about that shit. Yeah, from the fucking beginning of her career. So, shouts out to Amanda Bynes, who I believe, hopefully, is... She's had a little bit of struggles the last couple handfuls of years. Which, again, to be expected, because child actor, 
And very sadly, I do think this movie was the start of a lot of them, unfortunately. Yeah, I know that she was diagnosed with bipolar and also she had addiction issues. Mm -hmm. So she's been in and out of like being treated and like blah, blah, blah. But I'm pretty sure she's on a stretch of sobriety, which is great. Yes. Um, So shouts out to you, Amanda Bynes. We We fucking stand. And, um, okay, let's jump right in. I think I'm on corporate bullshit, yeah? Yeah. Corporate bullshit. Some bullshit. (laughs) She's the man. (laughs) Is a 2006 American (laughs) romantic comedy teen sports film. Can we make Blockbuster Wife shirts that say, I'm a big dill, and it has our faces on pickles? (laughs) (laughs) Now it's all I can. We think need. About. To, do you like you like pickles, right? I love pickles. I fucking love pickles too. Okay, cool. Okay, sorry. Just had to get no, that <laughs> evil out of me. All right, <laughs> back to corporate <laughs> bullshit. Oh my god. Okay, she's the man. It's from 2006. Okay, specifically, it was released on March 17th, which is uh right as Shay and I were finishing our first year first freshman year of high school right yeah it was like very impressionable time yeah spring of freshman year and that's about two years after we became best friends Mm -hmm. so it was like right in the start of like i was gonna say our juice pickle juice Uh, big (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the theme is pickles ladies and germs this she's the man is gonna be heavily pickle themed for no (laughs) fucking reason anyway <clears throat> but yes, March 17th, 2006, we were freshmen. It was, yeah, we were like about to be done with our first year of high school. Yeah, everyone's all excited about Laguna Beach, the OC, which we were excited about too. Totally. We're also excited about Amanda Bynes. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. I also loved Girls Next Door. Definitely. Oh, like the Holly Madison, yeah. Kendra, and other one show? Yeah, fuck. What was the other one? It was Holly Madison, um, Bridget, something, Bridget. and... Uh, Kendra okay sick yeah love them to fucking death they're so funny anyway so yeah re- uh, Paramount Pictures but it's also DreamWorks uh, March 17 2006 it's 105 minutes love it which is right around the perfect time mm-hmm. again if you don't know 90 minutes is where That's it's at for us spot. but you know a little stretch is fine um, <clears throat> the budget for this movie was 20 to 25 million dollars like somewhere in that range and their Not box bad. office Nope, not at all. See, but isn't it odd that this movie costs the same as Princess Diaries when it seems like a lot cheaper? Yeah. Like less locations, less famous actors, to be honest. Yeah, they're, I mean, Amanda Bynes is definitely the most famous. And then Mm -hmm. that other guy, the like bald principal guy. David Cross, I love David Cross. Yeah, he's really funny, but. But I don't think at that time he was like commanding major, major money. That's true. That is true. Um, yeah, I think so. I think Amanda Bynes is the biggest star at that time. Now there were some rising stars that we can talk about. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum being the biggest one, um, and also the other guy whose name I can't remember who plays. Um, he's the other dude from Step Up. It was like a Step Up universe oh, see, with I don't both think of I them. I never saw Step Up. So Channing, I never saw the first one either, but that's with Channing Tatum. The second one, which is. <laughs> my favorite and the better one Channing mm-hmm. Tatum's in it for a second but the dude that plays her ex-boyfriend and for some reason I can't remember what his name is right now Justine yeah just yeah Justin 
um justin is in step up too oh. and he's like the main love interest so they're oh, both wow. fucking incredible dancers wow. made to be soccer players so there's something hmm. in there all i could think of was watching channing tatum was wow in just a few short years he's gonna be in the best movie ever made magic mike 2 fuck yeah don't even watch the first one Dude, I feel that way about Step Up. Yeah, just go straight to the second one. It's better. Yeah, just go to the second one. You would love Step Up too. We're okay. gonna watch it. Okay, that'll be one of our Is that movies. That's the one with the song that was like. Um, I don't think so, but it has like two of song. the best fucking. <laughs> You're songs like, um, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, but let me go into this really quick. Two uh-huh. of the best fucking songs of all time. Um, uh, wait, hold on. He's licking me, and I'm getting distracted. I'm gonna make it. No, that's probably the first one. Okay, goddamn. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, one of the songs that's in Step Up Two that I fucking love is a song by T Pain called Church. Get mm, your ass yes, Church. A- goddamn, mm-hmm. you think you're cool? You think you're not? So it's good. And one. then the second one is Like Your Ass Got the Hiccup oh, Bounce, like you was riding in my pickup. Bounce. So Dude, okay. the soundtrack for this fucking movie. Okay. Well, when did Step Up 2 come out? Is it in the era? It's in the era. We'll have to do a dance movie one. Oh, uh, my. Uh, oh, my God. <gasps> we have to. Okay. I just thought of a great one that we have to add. Okay. We'll talk about it. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, so, yeah. So, budget was 20 to 25 mil, which you would expect to be, you know, way less than. Yeah, let's say it's not all on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Let's let, so let's go there to unknown places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then box office was fifty seven point two. Okay, so a nice little profit. Nice little not prof. the smash hit of Princess Diaries, but not at all. Um, and then let me see here. It was I don't think I said who was. So it's also based on William Shakespeare's play Twelfth Night, which I never read, so I'm a little fuzzy on the plot. Neither did I, but it's basically the exact same thing. The only difference is, is that um, Viola and her brother were twins who got in a shipwreck oh. and Viola made it out thinking her brother drowned and so she pretended to be him to like because being a woman then fucking sucked yeah I'm sure so like <laughs> yeah. she got on this island and she's like what's up and it was ruled by like Channing Tatum's character oh, I think okay and the kingdom was called Illyria uh, which is the name of her school anyway it's a whole it's a whole 12 night thing. but anyway so it's like basically fucking exactly the same so it's heavily based on that um and Oh, it was directed by Andy Fickman, who also was the director of, like, Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2. And, I'll never forget um, when I saw the poster for Paul Blart, Mall Cop 2, and it said, <laughs> bigger and blartier. Jesus. <laughs> and I probably think of that, like, once a year. I just, like, I'm like, <laughs> bigger and Big blartier. And I, I, th- I don't know if I've, I think I've talked about this before maybe in like an earlier episode but i have a little i have beef with paul blart because Whoa. seth rogan so you kicked you out of a mall once no <laughs> you know what <laughs> wouldn't put it past me but seth rogan wrote a movie about a mall cop mm. way before paul blart came out mm. and when they wrote the script and they were like starting to make the movie People came in, dove in, copied the entire idea, <laughs> and made it really quickly and released it before fucking Seth Rogen's fucking... There's so many examples of that bullshit in Hollywood, and it's just, like, really gross. It's so trash. It's, like, 
what the fuck is wrong with you? I think it was called uh, Observe and Report was his. He, and he did end up making it, right? Just yeah. years later. Yeah. It, it came out, I think, like pretty soon after. I'm not sure those details, oh, but okay. it did it did not do as good as well, Paul I'm Blart. I'm sure everyone's like, this is a rip off of Paul Blart. And he was just like, <gasps> he's like, oh, yeah, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have beef. Not, I mean, Kevin James, love him. Not his fault, obviously. But I'm just like, dude, that shit is so trash. Bigger I, and blartier, more like bigger and fartier. Fartier. Dis. Great dis, baby. Um, but yeah, she, he also, um, he produced Hocus Pocus. Wow. Anaconda. Anaconda, like, shook me to my core as a child. I bet it's not scary at all if we were to watch it now, but I was like, yo, there are snakes that be eating people. <laughs> I never watched it, but I know what it's about. I know, like, who it's starring and shit. It's a very scary ending scene where you see a Paul Voight, like, fully iced and then spit out by a snake, and it's very Ew. gross. And I'll gross. never forget it. Haunts my dreams. That's fine. I probably was, like, a cool four years old when I saw it, too, which is yeah. not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Wait, let, let's see. It's it'll say right here when it was. Yeah, that was ninety seven. Yeah, okay. so we were fucking cool. six years old <laughs> yeah. when it fucking came out. Insane. <sighs> um, and I did not look up the Ebert review, so let me see really. Oh, quick. I did because I was so oh, curious. Okay, cool. I always forget. Okay, what is it? You're gonna be pleasantly surprised. I think it was two stars. <gasps> really? Let me see Ebert review. Um, she's the man. Two stars. I'm okay. pretty sure. Why won't Roger? That's that's encouraging. Honestly. Yeah, I spelled Robert Ebert so horrendously that it's like who? Robert Ebert. Review. She's the man. She gave it three stars. Three. That's why I was like, yeah, he liked this movie a lot. That's and this awesome. is such a sweet line he starts off with. Said, I didn't for one second believe the plot of She's the Man, but I did believe for the entire movie that Amanda Bynes was lovable. Wow. And you know what? That's actually something I read in the um, IMDb, or not IMDb, the Wikipedia page was like, I guess like reviews for it were not that great, but she got raving reviews for the movie. Mm, she's just an icon. Which makes fucking sense mm -hmm. i mean the movie should get rave re reviews but at least if it doesn't people need to give amanda Bynes her flowers so mm -hmm. i'm glad that they did because she slayed she fucking slayed this movie so yeah if you guys don't know it's i guess we could do a little uh summary of what it's about yeah i'm sorry i'm just scanning the review too to see if you oh, said yeah. anything else yeah please says, in this role, Amanda Bynes achieves greatness. Or maybe she has a thrust upon her. This movie is good-natured and silly, and at the end, there's a big soccer game between Alaria and Cornwall, during which both Viola and the real Sebastian are able to offer proof of their genders. Although, in the PG-13 writing site's nudity, I'm compelled to report that the movie includes none of the naughty bits. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's really sweet. Yeah, he liked it. Sweeter than I was expecting. Yeah, right? Like, a high, much higher rating than I thought. <clears throat> well, that's very interesting. See, this is... Uh... It'll be interesting to look at the... Uh, what was the Rotten Tomatoes review? Good question. It should say right here. Hold on. Let me see here. Where are you? Um, it is 43%. Critics? Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, so... Um, 
Crit- critics is 43% and then audience score is 79. That's so right. That makes so the a audience lot score of is sense. higher than Princess Diaries. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. It's like if you like this movie, you fucking like this movie. And honestly, I find this movie way funnier. Like Princess Diaries yes. is funny, but like this but is. But I like, don't laugh out loud. I laugh out loud at this movie. Throughout the entire fucking thing from top to bottom, I'm fucking dying. It's so good. Yeah. Brent had never seen it. And I was like, I think you should watch it. I think you'll think it's funny. Yeah. And he was dying laughing. And he immediately said, he's like, this is totally your type of humor. And I was like, yup. Yup. And like we mentioned in the last episode, I was watching it with my other best friend, Joji. And he was just like, this is you and Stacy. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it fucking is. I'm A glad you Major influence that. on our lives. Major influence. Because um, she was in um, All That, which I mm. know we were both obsessed with. Um, and then she had her own sketch show as a child. The Amanda Bynes show, bitch. Yes, I still want to say in court, bring out the dancing lobsters. Bring out the dancing lobsters. Because she does like Just, a whole Judge Judy riff. That's amazing. Dude, the fact she had her own like variety show. Like yeah. shit was so lit. I still so, am tempted to also say, Mah-ha. Mah-ha. oh my, <laughs> I'm picturing her in my fucking skull. With those crazy teeth. Yeah. Unfortunately, Dan, whatever his fucking name is, was also in charge of that show. Oh, creepy feet guy. Creepy feet guy. Da- What's his fucking name? I don't Dan, know. Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. Yeah, sus AF. Did you act- did you read that girl's book that talked all about it? The I'm glad um, my mom's Jen- in. Jenny. Uh, I Carly girl. I haven't I yet. Know her name. Um, I think the book's called like I'm glad my mom died or something mm-hmm. like that. I do want to read it. Yeah, people say it's good. I'm and sure I, it is. I think she talks a lot about him. I don't think she names him, but like everyone knows that's who she's talking about. Yeah. I anyone who's like, I want to work in children's entertainment, I'm a little like sussed. Yeah, that's it's fucked up. It's really, really fucked up. Um but you know. What can you do? At but least again, we're these child stars. We wonder why they don't have the smoothest lives. And it's like they're yeah. surrounded by predators and creepy exploitative people. It's not good. Yeah, and like as bad as it is now, it was even fucking worse like yeah. 50 and whatever years ago. What well, is scary how like people <clears throat> know these like open secrets about like, who is like a literal predator and everyone's just like, "Haha, oh well." And I'm like, "What?" Yeah, I'm like, "No, dude. Like, what? Like, yeah. how are you fucking getting away with anything? You should be fucking iced immediately." Like, it's like how Hannibal Burris was like, "I just made that Cosby joke because everyone knew about it." And yeah. the, but apparently for some reason that was the one time where I was like, wait, what? And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, everyone just knows that. Right. And he's the first one like, that what? actually said something out <laughs> yeah. loud about it, which is like, it, this shouldn't just be like. Same thing with Weinstein. It's like, oh, yeah, everyone knows he's like a creepy rapist. It's like, oh, what? So why the fuck wasn't anyone <laughs> exactly saying Exactly. Like, what? And unfortunately, Louis C.K., like everyone knew yeah. that that was his fetish. It's just fucking wild. weird. And it just shows you powerful people like they just get away with crazy shit. So much fucking shit, especially if they're white, mm-hmm. especially if they're rich mm-hmm. and work in Hollywood. No. Anyway, um, <clears throat> okay, so, um, what was I just, oh yeah, so summary is basically, um, Viola is a teenage girl who plays soccer, and it's really, really important to her, but her team gets cut from her high school, and she's like, fuck, but, and then she tries to get on the boys team at her school, and they're just like, huh, we don't accept girls on our team girls aren't as fast as boys girls aren't as strong as boys all this dog shit so she's like fine and so she pretends and dresses up as her twin brother to go to the boarding school that he got accepted to and tries out for the soccer team the school is called Illyria and then there's a lot of different 
tangled, a tangled web. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, tangled web that she gets involved in um, because of that. Well, this is my perfect time to take out my very controversial soapbox Ooh. that I tell everybody when this comes out. Oh, I know exactly what you're gonna you bring know where up because I wrote it in all caps. We need to integrate sports. One thousand percent. It's just silliness. <clears throat> it's and time. let me just break down the common arguments I hear against this point of view. Please do. So people like this coach will be like, it's simply not fair because men are just so much stronger and faster than women. It's not fair. But when is sports ever fair for body types? Exactly. Michael Phelps is constructed like a goddamn flounder, like a fish man. Yeah. And he fucking wins gold medals because his body yep. is just like made for that shit. Yep. Or like basketball no players being says, freakishly yeah, tall. Yeah, no one says it's not fair that he's built like a fish so he's not allowed to compete. Mm-hmm. No one says that basketball player is simply too tall. He can't be allowed to compete. Yep. It's like, yeah, there's going to be body differences in sports. That's kind of what it's all about. However, that never stops certain people who are not conforming to those general norms from being great. There are amazing short basketball players. Totally. There are incredibly fast, like, like it just doesn't matter. It doesn't. It's like everybody's different. Your, <clears throat> your biological sex, whatever you want to say that you're assigned at birth, does not necessarily mean you will be good at bad or sports. Nope. And there are women that are huge and strong and fast. And there are men that are tiny little shrimpy dudes who can't do shit. Fuck yeah. Okay? Yeah. So I don't want to fucking hear it. Me neither. Just because, yeah, the averages might congregate in certain areas. Guess what? Sports isn't about averages. No. In fact, it's about, like, basically superhumans that are Mm. coming out and, like, entertaining us. Exactly. That's, like, what it is. It doesn't matter what your assigned sex is. Regardless of their goddamn genitals. It is really all about your body. Like, the size of your body, your abilities, but that, it's not, it should not be fucking gendered. Like, it's insane. And honestly, 50 or whatever years from now, we're going to be looking back at this being like, that's fucking dumb as fuck and weird. Like, what? What are, what were they thinking? Exactly. And then people are going to bring up this episode of Blockbuster Watch (laughs) and be like, aha, they always knew. And the second thing is people will inevitably point to a single example where they're like, they let a trans woman compete in this and she beat everybody. Okay, again, okay. it's like sports is always going to have outliers of different bodies, no matter how much you try to separate people into two camps. Totally. But it's also like, guess what? Women beat records that were previously held by men all the time. Mm-hmm. And just because the male record might be like fast or whatever, it's like clearly they're capable of doing it. It's more of a resources and funding problem. If we yep. convinced women that they did have a future and money in sports, guess what? More women would go into it. Tall women would be more likely to like make that their career. Strong women would be like, oh, wow, this is actually like a viable career path. Like it would just happen that like it might take a little while, but they would, everyone would catch up to each other. Absolutely. I'm on this train, too. If anyone disagrees, you're misogynistic. And that's all and it we is. Hate you. Bye. Because genuinely misogyny is masked by being like, this is science. This is biological. And, and the coach says and that. He sa- I know. He goes, it's not just me. It's what did you say? Verified science. It's science. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like, no, the fuck it's not. It's fucking misogyny. And you're masking it as like, this is just the way it is. It's like, no, bitch. Like, I can name 50 dudes right now that couldn't lift as much as me, that aren't as strong as me. It doesn't mm-hmm. fucking matter. Like, it literally doesn't fucking matter. It's so dumb. Anyway. Anywho. So Anyways. Yeah, soapbox put away for now. My microphone is still away. out. Mm-hmm. Rooting for my wife. <laughs> Who is so right. And she's been saying this for a long fucking time. Yeah. People are always like, what? 
We're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, no, bitch. Dumb. And I understand, like, culturally, we can't have, like, somebody who looks like a man, like, hurting someone who looks like a woman. But it's, like, also, like, that's, like, kind of condescending in itself that women can't handle being tackled or especially fighting when, or whatever. Especially when that's, like, inherent, inherently part of the activity. Right, like, they're not just, like, wailing on somebody. It's, like, the sport. So yeah. it's, like, if the sport is too violent, maybe that's the problem. Right, like maybe if you're gonna really bring it up like most of the sports that are too violent for men and women to play together it's because they're kind of like way too violent anyway right, exactly regardless <laughs> of like who's getting laid the fuck out like it just is violent right it's like uh we could talk about all the head injuries that like football players and rugby players get all the fucking time because it's just like a really violent fucking sport but you're not talking about like oh wait that guy is hitting that guy and he's smaller it's like they agree exactly. to this they're professional fucking athletes with and like it's a good way to get a lot of money yeah and i want my ladies to get paid exactly ladies should be getting paid speaking of ladies do not get paid as much as male athletes right and it's like oh yeah i wonder why there's a gap totally like yeah it's a resource problem it's a yeah so if we all just and get on the same fucking page women could get paid and that's it period. And like can we start with like bowling like can we start with the basics like there are some sports where it's like i i truly there is no justification that even these like it's science people can really come up with and yet totally. it's still separated by gender and it's like why totally i it doesn't make any fuck it really doesn't make any fucking sense it's dumb as fuck but anyway anyway where were we <laughs> I'm like it's the very beginning. <laughs> we were at the very beginning, but you know what? It had it's, to be said, and it's really it is really important because it is like a societal issue where we're not encouraging women that they could make a shit ton of money and be professional fucking athletes. Because guess what? They can't. There's no money. Yeah. So if we just all get off our fucking dumb shit and all agree to what Stacey and I are always talking about, then maybe we'll get to a better place. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> the cue after school special music. Tale is all this time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I saying Beauty and the Beast. Okay. So the movie starts off and Amanda Bynes and like all these like cute like teenage soccer players are barefoot playing soccer on the beach. Ouchies. Dog? yikes mm -hmm. i can't play regular fucking soccer with falling and tackling like crazy and the way that how hard they're fucking kicking and like people are running into each other i'm like dude how are you not all breaking your fucking femur like i don't yeah, and it's like packed sand it's not soft no like holy fucking shit y'all are real athletes so it shows their like athletic ability and like we're fun and we're teenagers hee 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 and it's Everyone's like having a fun time and amanda Bynes is hot yeah and she's like wearing a literal <laughs> bikini top with like a uh, micro denim skirt which I'm like dude that is so 2006 mm -hmm. bro like, yeah, like the tiniest little pants you could ever imagine were on everybody <laughs> yeah it was it was incredible um and then I wrote yeah barefoot though in like huge letters and then um ew this is where you get a f the first like yuck from her boyfriend um Justin Justin Justine you find out later but Justin where like he like tackles her and they're like on the sand and they're like hee 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 and he's just like wow like you're getting really good and he's talking about her playing soccer and he's just like yeah you're like probably better than half the dudes on my team and she immediately is like I'm way better than more than half the guys on your mm -hmm. team I'm like fuck yeah 
but it's just like such a gross it's like it gave me the same ick and it drove me back to like all these dudes I've talked to in the past that are like I mean like you're pretty funny like you're like probably like almost as funny as like a bunch of dudes I have in my life and I'm like I'm funnier than all these motherfuckers okay yeah and you're like are you talking about the guy who only quotes anchorman and thinks he's hilarious yeah or like the dude that like literally quotes Dane Cook from like 2002 exactly. go fuck yourself like, he's funny yeah like the funniest people in my life almost all of them are women like the funniest fucking human beings in the entire world one of them is sitting right in front of me mm-hmm. so shut the fuck up <laughs> she's getting so no mad. i get so I'm mad seeing a vein. i've heard it so many no, fucking times like, no yeah the tone of surprise like you're pretty funny yeah like, like even wow. i need to say this now okay say it i think i've told you this already one of my good friends that i now haven't talked to for like a few months literally he told me you're not hilarious I wanted to fucking murder him in cold blood. This only happened a couple months. I was like, what do you mean? And I like was like gargoyle level fucking angry immediately. I was fucking James Gandolfini. I was fucking you like. Think he was like negging you on purpose. No, he was being dead ass. He was like, he was like, I mean, he was like, you're pretty funny. And then I was like, yeah, I'm fucking hilarious. And he's like, I mean, you're not like hilarious. And I was like, wow. Like, I thought he was kidding. Mm-hmm. And I looked at him and he was just like, what? And like, <laughs> I'm telling you, I would be able to tell if he was kidding. He wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was being dead ass. Like and Kill I was, Bill music. Yeah. No, it was like, <laughs> I must have looked at him like there were like daggers in my fucking eyes. Like, you're about to get fucking murdered. I could not believe. Like, that is the most annoying fucking thing you can say. Like, shut the fuck up. I'm so fucking funny. Anyway, whatever. I just hear that from a lot of men. It triggered me because I was just like, like, you probably like better than like maybe half the dude like no we are better Mm -hmm. bitch okay anyway i wrote little bitch and all (laughs) (laughs) and i wrote girls and boys teams combined yes um misogyny master science so anyway um she finds out that the girls team gets cut and then she's like you know what then we're gonna try out for the boys team whatever Mm -hmm. so she goes up to the boys coach and she's like hey the girl team got fucking cut and he's like if there's anything we can do and he she's like as a matter of fact there is we want to try out for the boys team everyone's laughing mm-hmm. talking about like scientifically you're not as smart as that you're not mm-hmm. this and that and she's like justin like tell them that i'm really good you just said i was better than half the dudes on your team he's like i never said that and, and all like, the teammates no. are like yeah they're all being like fucking gross teenage boys obviously and he's just like end of discussion and she's like end of relationship which when i first saw that as a young one i was like oh my god Fuck yes high ass standards for mm-hmm. these dudes don't let them fuck with us um so yeah that was awesome and then so she's walking home um and then some girl is like tapping her shoulder thinking that it's her brother so she turns around and it's her brother's girlfriend monica right or monique 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 and then she's just like, um, where's your brother? And he's like, or she was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. She, <laughs> Monique was like, um, where's your brother? And she's like, I don't know. And then she's like, ah, well, tell him to give me a call. And Amanda says the fucking coolest shit i Oh, does he have your number? 1-800-BIATCH. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I wrote so many quotes in this. Holy fucking shit. Um, anyway, so she goes inside and you find out that she comes from like a very privileged, very rich family because her mom is talking about 
her being a debutante. Yeah, which I'm like, they must be in the South, right? Isn't that like only a South thing? I thought so. Hmm. She was talking about going to um, what college? Like not Georgia, but it was like Vanderbilt or something. I don't know. It's it was somewhere in the South. I was surprised. Okay. Because they were like, wouldn't you get more playtime in Michigan? And she's like, mm-hmm. but now I can't remember what state it was. But yeah, they're probably actually, I don't know if it's just in the South. I think it's also on the very East Coast, too. Oh, OK. Um, I think it's just with like super old, old um, school assholes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> more gender bullshit. Also, isn't this mom the same mom that's in Just Friends? Yes, I was say this is like she's such a good like silly mom. Yeah, and didn't you tell me before that it kind of reminded you of your mom because she's so sweet? Yes, very very nice. Yeah, very supportive. Like very kind, very supportive. My mom's like, voice wait. isn't that annoying. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> your mom is like the sweetest fucking lady ever. Um, so then I wrote debutante dog shit, and then what is this? Oh yeah, um. So her mom's trying to get her to be debutante. She's like, mom, I just want to play soccer. Like, I don't want to do this. And her mom's like, you have to. Whatever. So then she, like, goes up to her brother's room and her brother at the same time is sneaking out of the crib. Um, Sebastian, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sebastian is, like, sneaking out the window and she's like, what are you doing? She goes, he- you can use the front door. Yeah. Like, you gotta use the front door. And he's just like, nah, I gotta sneak out. Um, My band is gonna go on tour. We're gonna go to England. And she's like, um, you're already getting in a lot of trouble. Like, don't you have to go to school soon? And he goes to like a boarding school called Illyria. He's supposed to start there. And he's like, nah, I just want to go on tour. So yeah, like, and he tells like, can you just call them and tell them I'm like sick or something? And then I'm gonna tell mom that I'm staying at dad's. So no one will realize I'm missing. Yeah. And he's like, I'll be back in two weeks. It'll be fine. It'll be great. And she's just like, okay, well, uh, have fun, whatever. And so he bounces, but wait, I wrote a note. Oh, she's like, uh, by the way, Monique wanted you to call her. And she's like an asshole basically. And he's just like, well, I'm dating her cause like she's hot. It's a guy thing. And I'm like, as if women mm-hmm. don't understand yeah, the concept right. of someone being attractive, like <laughs> right, exactly. you wouldn't understand she's mm-hmm. hot. It's a guy thing. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Right. It is not. Uh, but anyways, he looks exactly like her. They do look... They cast him perfectly. Like, they do look super alike. It's so... Like, even just in the eyes and, like, the mm-hmm. haircut. Like, it's fucking amazing. They did such a good job. So, anyway, he sneaks out. And then... Is it in that moment that she... Yeah, because she's, yeah, like, wearing she's, his She's hat. wearing his hat. And then she goes over to his mirror. And there's a picture of him, like, tucked in. Or it's, like, her mirror or something. And then she's, like, realizing in between, like, wow, we do look really alike. And then she goes, well, if you can't beat him, join him. Yep, so in that moment, she decides, okay, I'm going to pose as him for the two weeks. I'm going to get on the soccer team, and I'm going to be able to play. And Yeah, apparently it. they're playing her ex-dickhole Justin's team, like, at the end of the two weeks, which is very convenient. Yeah, it's like and the it first... it seems very early into the season. Yeah, it's like the first game of the season or some shit. Yeah, this whole movie feels like it should be taking a semester, but remember, it is taking place in the span of two weeks. Which is wild. Yeah. Um... So anyway, and then she's like, okay, well, if I'm going to pose as my brother, I need to look like him. So she goes to her friend named Paul, who I Mm -hmm. love. Paul's so cute. He's so cute. He works in a salon. He, like, does hair and all that shit. And she's just like, listen, you need to make me look like Sebastian, okay? I'm pretending to be Sebastian so I can da-da-da-da-da-da. And he's just like, "Um, I don't know if I can do that. And she's like, yes, you can. And then she has her two best friends that are behind her that are like, Mm -hmm. yes, you can, blah, blah, blah. So then they have a whole montage of her transforming to look more masculine, wearing like fake mustaches. Yeah, so there's a lot of mustache humor. 
It's great. Even though her brother does not have a mustache. No, he does not. not a single reason to put a mustache on. No, but this is where they kind of lay the groundwork. Like, they're, like, the two friends are like, listen, no one's ever seen him at Illyria. Mm-hmm. So no one kid. will know what to expect. So everyone will just think this is just the way he looks. They'll have no one to compare her to, which is brilliant. Of course. So they, like, set her up in a wig and they wrap her boobs and... um have like sideburns sideburns and, and eyebrows eyebrows it's great and honestly she's so cute yeah but apparently after she saw the movie she got like severe body dysmorphia oh. and was like really depressed because she hated how she looked like as a boy really yeah and it might have started her drug addictions oh no which sucks this is such a good movie and it do- it's such a good movie and he's like he being like her as sebastian is really cute yeah and it's not at all what she looks like but again i mean it is it is hard for people to see themselves presented as the gender they don't feel they are for sure it's like yeah it's kind of sad i i think if this happened now it'd probably be a lot different she'd probably have a lot more support but Mm -hmm. i think like you know, it's hard to be a gender-bending teenager in 2006 Hollywood, I think. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally. And it was, like, some of my favorite movies ever are of people, like, gender-bending and, like, becoming a gender that they don't feel that they are. Like, Miss Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. A couple other movies that I can probably name off the top of my head, but I can't think of it right now. And, like, I can see how that would be, especially because you're doing this for months at a time. Like, yeah. usually three months straight, you yeah. know? That would be hard, especially for someone who is... I mean, I know she was... A, she must have been a teenager at this time, right? I think she was, like, 20. Okay. So very young still. Well, so yeah, still really young. Mashed potatoes firmly still mm-hmm. in the brain. Like... Five years away from solidification. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Five years away from the big potato action. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, I can see how that would be harmful, yeah. especially like you said at that at that specific time because people probably said like weird shit to her this and was like, like i feel like probably one of the worst times to be a young girl because yeah. it was so incredibly toxic and sexist mm-hmm. and women were pushed so hard just to be hot yeah. and everyone was supposed to be like rail thin and people were very shitty about young celebrity women like it's very bad shitty. it was bad this is where all the you know um paparazzi pictures of like like we talked about before britney spears lindsey lohan paris hilton like all of this shit was coming out all of the sex tapes that were not consensual yeah, were coming was out obsessed and so preoccupied with anything having to do with these young girls and blaming them for all this shit mm-hmm. and like that's how we grew up that was like very formative years for mm-hmm. us and like unfortunately that's like what was kind of first and foremost they when i think about that time that's what i think about unfortunately yeah. and that fucking sucks it's not a positive time to be a lady luckily we have come out of that even stronger and better but like yo um history was not kind to us at that no, time even super bad which i do love it's like women are objects yeah they only exist for the male gaze yeah to like fuck mm-hmm. and i'm glad at the end they kind of like turned that idea around but still it's still like fucked up bleak. throughout most yeah. of the fucking movie <laughs> yeah, very bleak <laughs> yeah it's not cool and also i do need to say seth rogan did write that when he was literally 12 well that's the thing it was completely acceptable yeah i don't think people and i, I bet young people don't really realize this it mm. was considered totally fine to get a woman so drunk mm-hmm. that she could not say no to sex that was oh, yeah. considered a completely acceptable way yep to date women 
And that was still cool when we were first getting drunk. Oh, yeah. when it was we like were... taken as for granted. No one questioned it. And it wasn't until like, oh, I don't know, maybe like 2012 or 13. Yeah. That there was like a revolution where people were like, actually, that's not okay. Yeah. I honestly think it was during, honestly, I think it might have been even later, really. Like, I think it was straight up during the Me Too movement where people were like, dude, let's fucking learn about consent. Well, I feel like Me Too was like the second half of it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. It, yeah. It did play a big part, too. Mm. Of just like, hey, we should really be talking about consent more. Right. Like, wait, why do we think it's okay to like poison a woman and then have sex with her? Like, yeah, like, because straight up, <laughs> like that's exactly what it is. Exactly. Like, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> yeah. No. And then everyone sharing their stories about like, dude, uh, yeah, this happened to me and this happened to me too. And then we all just realize how fucked it is that all of us have been affected by this. Yeah. Which was the point of me too. And it makes me so sad that it's now just turned into blank man got me tooed mm-hmm. like, no 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 no. blank man was a predator right <laughs> like, yeah it didn't happen to like it he's didn't happen to him exactly. it happened because of and fucking also, me him. too was just trying to tell you that like so many women have been victims of this kind of shit it's not like a weapon but of course men take that turn it on its head yeah, and like, like me too's a weapon victim. that is used against men and it's like wow you all really don't get it yeah you, not only do you not get it of course you're making yourself the fucking victim as mm-hmm. always which is disgusting yeah and turning like a collective experience of literally millions of women as like mm-hmm. a verb or a weapon that's been used against people and it's like jesus christ well it's the same thing with like black lives matter in this in the way that like or maybe I should say, like, All Lives Matter was just used to derail Black Lives Matter. It's the same with them using Me Too now as a verb against them mm-hmm. or, like, for, like, to empower them, which mm-hmm. is, like, you don't need to be fucking empowered because this is happening because of you, you little bitch. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. We could just go on. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is stretching up a lot of feelings for us yeah. about gender. Okay. But this movie genuinely was very empowering. Like, mm-hmm. from the very fucking beginning, it's like, dude. And it holds up. It really does. Which I was a little nervous. I was too. But it, it really does. There's only a couple parts where it's like a little, like, it's like a little taste of homophobia just for uh-huh. like a split second. Uh-huh. Then it like eases out. But like, and then of course fat phobia, but that's like, that's still a rain strip today. So mm-hmm. that hasn't, that will not be solved for a while probably. But you know, still, it's just like, there's little hints here and there, but it's not that bad. I was expecting no, it to really be way worse. Not bad at all. Um, so yeah, she got her makeover. Paul's dropping her off at school. Now, when I was first watching this, I was like, this is college, right? Right. It's not. It's It's like a prep school. Again, rich ass people, just like Princess Diaries. Yep. It's uniform. It is a, um, boarding school. They sleep there. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so anyway, um, Viola is like, I'm not fucking ready for this, but and Paul's like, too fucking mad. You're fucking going. I'm dropping you off right now. I just did all this makeover on you. You're fucking in. So then he agrees. He's walking, or well, she is walking through the hallways. She gets to her dorm room and she's like, and uh, Channing Tatum's standing there and she's like, oh. shirtless. And she's like, holy and girl. Like, hey, shock me like an <laughs> Um, She sees him and his two best friends and she's just like, what's up, brah? Yeah, what's up, brah? Now, this is when her Sebastian personality comes out and oh my fucking <laughs> He's like a weird Southern Johnny Bravo. <laughs> it's but so good. I love her mm. as Sebastian. Her Sebastian is just like, Mwah. He's like, sup, pretty lady? I know, sup, brother lady? Hey, brother mama? <laughs> Which Stacey's obsessed with Johnny Bravo mm, and I always love has Johnny been. Bravo. Um, 
But yeah, so I love her personality as Sebastian. It's fucking incredible. And um, Channing Tatum is so young here and he's like, he's obviously recognizable, but this was way yeah, he before like he became baby. famous. Way before. I yeah. think this might have been his big, like his first big. So Step Up, Step Up, bleh. Step Up came out first and this was second, but same year. The same year. Okay. So it was like a very big year for him. Got it. Dang, the same year. That's wild. Okay. So um, they're like talking about like, you look really young to be here. And she's like, and like how old are you? I'm brilliant. That's <laughs> <laughs> a couple like, grades. Who the fuck is this guy? He's so <laughs> like fucking such a weird. freak. <laughs> and then they're like talking to him and he's like, Schweet. <laughs> like, what are you doing? How are you? But <laughs> how are you real? It's so like every word she says is so funny. Mm-hmm. Like every fucking thing. <laughs> then um she's like talking to them and she's like blah, blah, blah. and then tampons fall out of her fucking boot and they're like what the fuck is that <laughs> and she's like and she thinks so fast because she's brilliant and she's like oh i use these all the time <laughs> i don't even know how to do her accent it's like the weirdest accent i've ever put southern johnny bravo it is and she's like yeah just stick through your nose and it, the blood will soak right up and then they're just like uh like, people do this and she's like, like your roommate's a freak <laughs> they <laughs> literally say like. that yeah um so then soccer tryouts are that day so they're all trying out well first she meets the principal oh right okay yeah um right or no not yet not, no, yet. not, yet, not yet but not right yet. after this uh, yeah. um so soccer tryouts the coach is telling them whether or not they made first string or second string she got second string and and shay what do you what, how do you feel about this coach he's a hot zaddy <laughs> i was like shay's gonna love this coach. he's hot especially when he's like you idiot i'm like oh i know he's so great he's hot his eyes are really he almost is like gordon sure. ramsay mm-hmm. like a hotter gordon ramsay mm, which way hotter way hotter because gordon ramsay like he's hot i guess but like he kind of looks very like pillsbury mm-hmm. this dude is like tan he's got like very bald. severe eyebrows very severe eyebrows bald green eyes mm-hmm. bald hot angry oh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um but yeah so he's like second string and she's like fuck because like you know she, she gotta won. play cornwall in two weeks she can't do that as your second string she's like i need to fucking make the team bitch but when you're on second string you can't play so she's like fuck and then they all go to the showers and everyone's like getting naked and she's like then <laughs> the coach is like hey principal wants to talk to you and that's she's like, what it is yeah saved so she goes to the principal's office bruh this principal is so funny but also predatory dude for sure you think yeah be- okay so this is david cross by the way yeah in a very uh show stealing role i think he's really funny but this i was didn't the- get predator vibes it was so interesting this is the first time I experienced okay to me it felt like because okay first of all he's a close talker okay I know he's friendly but like very close talking then he's like how are you he's not asking any of the other students now he does cover it up by being like you're a transfer student I was a transfer student one time I always like to keep a close eye but like he's way friendlier to sebastian quote-unquote yeah, and part of the humor is like he's like actually a dick to other students but like yeah. transfers he's like hey yeah which is a little like but why true like is there far from home right. dun, 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 dun. 
and it just feels you know just feels a little predatory a little bit um so anyway he just says the welcome song welcome 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 to Illyria, and he's just like jesus christ um so after when when she leaves the principal's office she's like whoa she knocks into somebody because she's like leaving in such a rush and it's this really pretty blonde girl what's okay, her name again? her skin olivia olivia is yeah. like luminescent and yeah. every scene it was like glowing from within i was like girl what's this highlighter what's yeah. your skincare routine because people weren't into skincare back then no but she was like whoo it was literally like what clearasil is that what it's, a- it was called apricot scrub and the apricot scrub which <laughs> it's not good raise your you. hand if you've been victimized <laughs> honestly me too and that's it but that was back when skincare products cost three dollars yeah and you got what you paid for i guess no it's like i need a cleanser that's 45 dollars, which is disgusting and or worse or worse Mm -hmm. shit fucking sucks so expensive so fucking expensive um but the principal of course assumes heterosexuality and he's like ooh, sexual tension opposites i'm like i'm like okay sir these are children yeah and they couldn't be queer okay so just fucking relax yeah and also you're being fucking weird like Mm -hmm. stop talking about sexual tension when we're teenagers (laughs) brah like shut the fuck up um anyway so after this uh sebastian quote-unquote meets up with the dudes i think they're like eating lunch or whatever so um she meets up with channing tatum and the other two dudes and um she's talking about what is she talking about is this where they launched the ploy to to make him cool not yet okay because there's a part where um oh, is this where he finds out that he likes olivia yeah this is where um yeah where um viola finds at sebastian so we'll just say sebastian Sebastian finds out that um, Channing Tatum's character likes what's her name? Olivia. Olivia. Why do I keep thinking it's like Octavia or something? Olivia. Maybe it is. Huh? Maybe it is. Eh, well, we'll just say Olivia. Mm-hmm. It's it feels better. Um, I don't know why, but I feel like um, she's talking about herself because she's like uh she's got a great personality and then one of the dudes is like ew yeah is she talking about her her sister sister. she's talking about viola got it so she's talking about herself oh yeah because because one of the guys goes your sister hot yeah is your sister hot he's like i guess she's got a great personality ew (laughs) then you find out channing tatum has a crush on olivia and it's just like um uh, oh my god and he's very nervous but beyond nervous he's like acting like a fucking freak yeah like whoa bro yeah and then um oh and then they were talking about how she just got out of a really bad relationship and then mm-hmm. someone's like yeah so her confidence is down her self-esteem is really down so in man words that means pounce mm-hmm. disgusting yeah. but i'm glad they highlighted that because i've heard that from yeah. boys when i was young which uh-huh. is disgusting uh-huh. um Oh, and then she has this, like, crazy dream, and they put a Twilight filter on it, for sure. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like, the nightmare scene. Um, And then after this is just a, a couple quotes that I put, like, got a lifetime of knowledge, bruh. <laughs> got a lifetime of knowledge, bruh. Um, and then they're in their science class, and they have to pick their partner out of a hat. Um, Viola, a.k.a. Sebastian, finds out that their partner is going to be Olivia, 
and um Channing Tatum realizes that his partner is going to be Eunice who is like this super intense nerdy character who's like <laughs> with headgear and glasses and one of his best friends who's super cute Toby I think mm-hmm. his name is he has like you can tell he has a crush on mm-hmm. Eunice but he's just so not sweet. saying anything which is so cute and anyway um so they are in class together and there's like a lot of flirting coming from Olivia to Sebastian but you know Viola aka Sebastian is not really paying attention he's just like yeah whatever she's falling in love with Channing Tatum exactly so it's all a big web that's weaving then Channing Tatum's like oh you're her lab partner so tell you what you get her a date or you get her to go out with me and I'll help you with soccer so you can be in first string by the Cornwall game and she's like hell yeah let's do it hell yeah so um, they start like there's a lot of training montages which i also love so mm-hmm. there's much. a lot of a I, and i will be honest i don't have a ton of notes just because i was enjoying it so much so like i'm a little fuzzy on all the deeds i i wrote like one worded things just to keep myself like at a good honest yeah <laughs> keep myself honest um but let's be honest real quick wing manning very objectifying of women absolutely the idea that one of your guy friends can like manipulate a woman into liking you without knowing you not great no and it doesn't really ever work in real life i'll be real honest with y'all you can try you can try your best in in the most like i think wingmanning works if it's actually like intentional and not just to like get someone in someone else's pants you know or if it's just like making an introduction and letting the chips fall where they may right. as amanda Which- buys would say which I think is my idea of wingmanning, like being like stating someone's like actual like good attributes and then being like, OK, now you guys should meet. Bye bye. Right. But not like talking someone into like, yeah, I don't know, like it, convincing them. Yeah, that doesn't like, work. No, that does not work like, ever. They're even feeling it or they're not. And it's like I feel like wingmanning is often out of the guise of like they never actually meet or talk. Right. And I'm like, what? Like, like, it just doesn't You have to? Yeah, exactly. Like, we're not doing a like, blind date. They're going to have to be in person at some point, And they're not just going to be like, wow, your friend wingman so hard for you that I just like, I love you already. Like, no. Yeah, like, I've never, never heard that. It's going to work like that. No, I've never heard that in my fucking life. Um, or at least it's never worked, like what Stacy said. It doesn't fucking work. Um, there's a part where, so there's like all these training montages. Part of the training montage is that... Um, Viola, a.k.a. Sebastian, gets hit with a fucking soccer ball (laughs) in the nuts or like, you know, where the nuts would be, quote unquote. And then everyone's (laughs) like, ooh, and they're like waiting for his reaction. And then she's just like sitting there and she's like, oh, right. Oh, oh my God. It burns. (laughs) Which is so fucking funny. I rewound it like three times. Oh, that's so good. We also forgot to mention there's another dude. I, I literally don't know his name, so I'm so sorry. But he's a fucking creepy ass oh, blonde dude. That's a blonde stalker, full on stalker, but like doesn't give a fuck, and no one no. says anything to him. Fuck no. you guys. He's got her fucking picture all over his dorm walls, and he made it into a pillow, a fucking pillow, and no one said shit. Yeah, it's like get rid of the pillow, go to fucking therapy. You and she just acts like, bit. oh god, he's so annoying, and I'm like, you're in danger, girl. <laughs> no, danger, Will <laughs> like, Robinson. Exactly. Get the like, fuck out of it. You are in danger. This is not just like annoying. Um, another funny line pretty soon after this is that Channing Tatum is just like, yo, I'm scared to talk to Olivia. Like, I feel like I'm going to fuck it up. And 
Oh, well, we kind of forgot to say, but like a little bit earlier, it's established that um, Sebastian, a.k.a. Viola, is like a ladies man. Like ladies love him. Yeah, they do this whole little ploy where Viola's friends act like they're madly in love with her, Sebastian. And like he dumps them all like in front of his friends. And that's like the whole act. And they're like, oh, my God, you're the man. Yep. She's the man. (laughs) But then he also actually dumps Monique. Right. And that's another plot point because throughout the whole movie, she's trying to like get to him and like talk to him and have him like grovel over her, which she never gets to him. Mm -mm. So obviously because it's not him. Anyway, so um, Channing Tatum's like, dude, what like what am I going to do when I talk to her? Like, I don't know how to talk to her. I get really fucking nervous talking to girls, but especially her. Like, what the fuck am I going to do? And Amanda Bynes character is just like oh well let's like let's fucking role play i'm i'm a girl and then she does her regular voice and he's just like jesus christ like that's fuck you're freaking me the fuck out and they do this whole like i used to imitate my sister a lot i got really good at it (laughs) anyway and then she's just like just ask her if she likes cheese and he's like cheese and there's this whole like funny thing where he's just like do you like cheese and she's like i sure do my favorite's gouda (laughs) stacy used to quote that all the time when we were kids (laughs) And it's stuck in my brain. It's fucking great. It's so funny. Um, then pretty soon after that is the carnival where Channing Tatum's yes. like, I'm going to lay some groundwork with Olivia because she'll be there because she's a debutante ass bitch. And for some reason, there is a kissing booth at this carnival, which like, yo, house of horrors, house of horror, should not be allowed. <laughs> and there's like little kids in line and old men. And Bruh. like, what? I brought up a little kid from this fucking line because I wrote it in my notes because I was like, who the fuck is this little kid? <laughs> and like someone needs to give him a fucking ice bath because he's yeah. like, there's a hotel across the street. And I'm like, how the fuck mm-hmm. do you have any concept of this? You're nine or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah, making the debutantes like kiss men for money. It's just like, oh. It's for charity. I'm like, they're so children. Horrible. Yeah, they're in high school. And I'm like, they're literally oh. like 15 or 16. What the so fuck? I was like, this would not be real. I don't know if this was ever real. This is just a convenient plot device for this movie. Yeah. Because, uh-oh, Viola as Viola makes out with Channing Tatum and discovers that I love him, essentially. Yeah. So basically, she's not just dressed up as Sebastian there. She's also mm-hmm. dressed as herself. She's doing like a whole Mrs. Doubtfire like uh-huh. outfit change several times. It's very fun. It's very fun. And there's like she only has like certain places where she can change so she has to change in like an outhouse a bouncy castle thing on one of the fucking rides yes. one of her side bra- sideburns goes missing she looks over and it's like on a, yes. like flat on a kid's fucking face and she has to like gently rip it off it's so it's fucking so funny i also wrote in my notes how physical this movie is for her mm-hmm. like sh- not only it's the exhausting. soccer but just like running around and like changing and like doing flips and sh- i'm just like whoa like she really Playing killed it soccer yeah it's a lot um yeah i wrote hey kid take a nice bath and eat a fucking gogurt dude what the fuck are you doing in a kissing (laughs) boot and you know what iconic song is in this scene oh yes veronica's veronica's Mm -hmm. baby we gotta live forever let me show you all the things that we could do you know you wanna be together no wanna spend the night with you oh so the Veronicas are so fucking good. And then Justin is also harassing Viola, even oh. though they're broken up. Yeah. 
and he grabs her arm at one point and he goes can you just be a girl for five seconds dude and she reads him like a book while counting to five on her fingers and then slaps him across the face and we're like yeah. boss ass move bitch dude men deserve to get hit okay if they're fucking being cunts they deserve to get <laughs> and that's why we need gender parity in the sport so everyone can hit each other equally period <laughs> <laughs> and um there's a the next line I wrote was after after the debutante shit, like after this carnival thing. Oh, it's because um, Channing Tatum and Justin get in a fucking brawl of the century. Mm-hmm. So they're like beating the fuck out of each other. Um, Sebastian, quote unquote, goes back to the dorm room and Channing Tatum has a tampon up his nose yeah. because he used it for his bloody nose that he got from the fight. And she's starting to get more affectionate towards him so she's like wait are you okay you're bleeding and he's like chill i'm good and she's like uh, it's fine man rub some dirt in it be a man and oh that's another one that we quote all the fucking time rub some dirt in it and then she's like encouraging channing tatum to go for viola yeah because he's like, he's like kiss her mm. she kissed the crap out of her just, just take her kiss the crap out of her because he's telling her like uh, just so you know like yeah, i hella kissed your sister at the kissing booth it's for charity and uh i kind of like her i don't know mm. and she's like what does your heart tell you and he's like chill and she's like who do who would you rather see naked and he's like don't talk about women like that and i'm like yeah like, yes channing tatum yes um and then like after this scene she has to go to another like debutante event um which is like a luncheon sort mm, of yeah event. something <laughs> which uh-oh olivia's there uh-oh uh and so is uh, Monique. Monique, yeah, they're all in this fucking debutante bullshit. Yeah, it's all dog shit. But so, uh, oh, wait, we forgot a really important scene before this. So they're going to the gym. Mm-hmm. They're in the gym. And Channing Tatum's like, I think I'm going to call Viola. And quote unquote, Sebastian is like, yeah, call her, call her right now. Um, Ask her on a date. Uh, Yeah, ask her on a date right now. Then Olivia's like, what am I supposed to do? Sebastian doesn't like me. Like he said, I wasn't his type. And her friend was just like, uh, you want to know what our uh, mere mortals would do? Will you try to make him jealous? So she's like, so I just like use somebody else like as a pawn to get to him. And her friend's like, yeah. So she goes up to Channing Tatum and hella flirts with him and asks him out to use him to get to Sebastian to make him jealous. And she thinks it's working because Sebastian's getting pissed, but not for the reason she thinks. No. She's like, what the fuck? This is my man's. Why are you flirting with him all of a sudden? You said you weren't into him. And so Olivia thinks that her whole plan is working, but it's not. Anyway, so um, they decide to go on a double date somehow. Yeah, I don't know why. So. Well, Olivia's like, we oh. should do a double date so that she can like be creepy. Right. And Sebastian. be like with Sebastian. Mm-hmm. And, uh. Eunice overhears because Olivia's like Eunice I'm sure is free which is also fucking rude yeah, Eunice has yeah, bitches Olivia, the shade. yeah um, but Eunice is like I would rather do nothing more in my life or whatever because mm. she's very intense so anyway they go on a double date um, and it's dog shit yeah like Olivia's only kissing all over Channing Tatum to make Sebastian jealous I don't know why Sebastian leaves so early he runs yeah he runs like, it's been real cool and all but see ya and leaves I think he leaves because... Is Eunice being... Oh, yeah. Eunice is being very affectionate. Eunice is being affectionate. And I think also uh, Monique is there, too. Oh, that's it. Okay. So he, like, runs away. And then um, 
what's the next thing I wrote here? Oh yeah, so then now Debbie they're at the luncheon. Mm-hmm. One of another funny part is that she's like eating <laughs> like turkey legs, basically. Yeah, she has like a giant chicken wing, and she's like, <laughs> and then the like debutante lady is like, "Do you like you have a secret?" And she's like, <laughs> 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 so which is us, I am so again. confused, <laughs> so us. So then she sees Olivia walking to the bathroom, and she's like, "Hmm," because she's dressed as herself now and not as Sebastian. So she's like, "I'm gonna like." get some intel so she goes to the bathroom like all kind of like angry and like huffy puffy and she's like hi uh so they start talking and she's like hey so i heard you went on a date with duke and honestly like i don't think like just like if you don't kiss him he has a saliva condition yeah she's like i kissed him i felt like i was drowning and she's like oh really and then olivia admits she goes well i'm kind of just dating him to make this other guy sebastian jealous and then amanda was like ring ring like it's all coming together and she's like oh no yes and she even tells her she goes you are weaving a really tangled web and you need to stop yeah (laughs) which is ironic because obviously Mm. she's also doing the same thing she's like you gotta tell people how you feel and so olivia goes you're right next time i see sebastian i'm just gonna walk right up to him and give him the most passionate kiss and amanda's like wait what (laughs) (laughs) which is also very us like wait wait no that's not what i and then monique busts out of the stall and she's like i've heard everything who's this little slut going after my man sebastian and then so olivia and her are fighting because he's like like, sebastian dumped you yeah it's about to be a what and then there's a girl fight incredible yeah and they beat like the dog shit out of each other i'm <laughs> like jesus it's a fuck. intense fight again like you were saying so physical for amanda Bynes. she like, fucking cardi beat her ass she took mm-hmm. her heel and just like yeah. fucking slammed <laughs> it out her goddamn dome uh, yeah anyway and then like the debutante lady's like hey, when we argue we say it with our eyes which is just like shut the yeah. fuck up mm-hmm. like, no one cares about this archaic no. shit yeah no one cares about you bruh um and then uh the next okay I kind of skipped a little bit. So the next note after the, uh, or the next plot point, I guess, after this luncheon is that Olivia is like going on a run. She sees Sebastian because Sebastian is coming home from England. The real Sebastian. Going, the real Sebastian going to school. So he gets out of a taxi. And he came home one day early. Yes. So what's her name? Oh my god, my main character's name. Viola. Viola. Viola's like has no idea he's coming. Yeah. He has not told her because I mean he doesn't like why would he? Like he's like it doesn't really matter. Totally. And he also calls Olivia on the way and is like, Hey, I'm getting back from London. I don't know if Viola told you, but I'm coming back and we gotta talk. And so Monique gets this message and she's like, What the fuck? And she starts putting all the puzzle pieces together with the help of creepy stalker guy. Who also has a fucking tarantula. Yeah, named Marvel something, which I'm sure is a Twelfth Night reference. Yeah, it's like, not Marvelo, but it's some crazy Tom shit. Tom Marvelo Riddle looking ass. Yeah, some Marvelo. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Voldemort, get the fuck out of here. Um, But yeah, so then as Sebastian is getting out of his cab, like the real Sebastian's getting out of his cab the night before the big game, um, Olivia's on her little run and she sees him. She sees him from the back, so she's like, okay, I'm just going to run up to him and kiss him. Like, let's just do it. So she just runs up to him, grabs him, and just, like, kisses his face and then hugs him. So she doesn't even really, like, look at him. Mm-mm. And she recites his poetry because he's a musician and he's a songwriter. Recites his song lyrics to him and then is like, I'll see you at the game tomorrow. And just, like, runs away. So he's just like, damn, I like this school already. Mm-hmm. She's like, this I have fans. Sick. Yeah. Like, this shit is sick. If someone recited my fucking lyrics to me... Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hell yeah. 
But again, uh oh, guess who saw all that go down? Dun, Channing dun, dun, Tatum. And so oh, he, no. from his perspective, he just sees the girl he's obsessed with making out with his roommate, who he thought was his friend. Yeah. So then Amanda Bynes and Sebastian goes back into the room. She's like, What's up? And Channing Tatum's all bitter and pissed. Naturally. Mm-hmm. He's just like, fuck you basically like i thought i knew you and she's thinking oh shit he knows Mm -hmm. that i'm not sebastian so she's like trying to explain like it's not what you think i just love soccer and he's like you're not making any fucking sense this has nothing to do with that and she's like what does it have to do with and he's like i saw you kissing her and she's like wait a second she's like what what are you fucking like i never kissed her like what the fuck are you talking about so he kicks amanda Bynes out of the room he's like fuck you and you know who takes her in sweet eunice sweet sweet very intense kind of creepy but (laughs) you know overall very sweet Eunice um so he sleeps in her room overnight and he's like I have the big game tomorrow so I just need somewhere to crash and she's Mm -hmm. like don't worry like you can stay with me we'll wake up on and then Sebastian goes back to the room late at night because he like is like oh I think I'm in room like 214 or whatever yeah and Channing Tatum has already fallen asleep so he doesn't realize yeah so they have no run-in then when Channing Tatum gets up in the morning he just sees the hair mm-hmm. which is the same hair that Amanda Bynes had as Sebastian so he doesn't think anything of it and I guess like essentially the best friends of Channing Tatum go into the room and they're like, bro, what the fuck? Get up. It's the game. And he's just like, what? He's like half asleep and he doesn't get it. He's just like, I guess I'm going to the game now. Which honestly, if I were him, I'd be like, what fucking game? Why yeah, am I on the team? Up. Like, I just fucking got here. How would everyone relax? Yeah, like, I and didn't then he, And then he allows them to paint his face and put him in a soccer uniform That's and go on the field. And I'm like, no. Yeah, like, no, you bro. would absolutely be asking questions. You mm-hmm. would just be like, okay, like, let me just go play soccer in front of them. like, who are we playing? And they'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, what do you mean, who are we fucking playing? <laughs> um, but anyway, because... Viola wasn't there at Sebastian to like in- intercept uh Sebastian's just like oh okay whatever so he plays he's like starting the fucking game and he's like bad really fucking bad and meanwhile you see that Eunice let Amanda Bynes oversleep so she's completely <laughs> late and so she wakes up she realizes what's happening she's freaking out she goes to get her uniform it's gone so she's like oh no 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 yeah, what the fuck is and then she goes to the game and she realizes oh what the fuck actual sebastian is here and actual right. sebastian is playing like so what? she's like hiding out watching the game like oh no oh no oh no so then during like i guess halftime which i don't even know if that exists in soccer or i no. think it does okay so during halftime she like grabs him and takes him under the tower and she like explains everything to him and he's like oh shit that's why the girl kissed me that's why this and that i get it now but before that the principal right. goes onto the field with Crazy Stalker and Monique, and he's like, I have an announcement. This boy is actually his twin sister. And Sebastian's like, What the fuck are you talking about? No, I'm no. a boy. Yeah. And then to prove it, he flashes his entire dick hole, which, which- I'm like, Why would you do that? Which is insane. And everyone's just like, Oh, hey, hey, guess he's a boy. And then they just go back to playing. Yeah. Like, no big fucking, like, as if. That wasn't a huge case for child pornography, <laughs> exactly. potentially. We were just what like, that's assault, brother. That's you can't assault. Just show people your dick. Wow, like that's highly <laughs> illegal. But anyway, mm-hmm. so then during half, so it's all like settled. Like, oh, I guess it's not true. <laughs> and then during halftime, like we said, Viola grabs him and she's like, "This is what the fuck is up? Let me we're grab doing the uniform." Swaparoonie. Yep. So then 
she goes back on the field and the coach is like fuck you you're not playing and she's just like i'll be better this time like trust me just let me play coach (laughs) like pull me in coach and her Mm -hmm. voice is even lower at Mm -hmm. this point and he's just like fine go so she goes and she's like kicking ass except there's a major problem channing tatum won't pass to her because he's still mad yeah, and it's boo. like causing them the game and everyone's like yo bro like pass to her like, yeah like stop fucking up stop being so sebastian he's wide open and they're like no i'm still mad yeah and viola as sebastian is just like listen i know you're fucking mad at me right now but as of right now i'm your fucking teammate you need to pass to me you need to work as a fucking team we're not gonna win i need to win this meanwhile justin is on the opposing team justin's being a fucking yes, dick a little dickhole. as always being like the fucking worst so like he's like taunting them and like being like weirdly threatening which is like listen bitch boy i'm not scared of you okay like zero fucking percent you're a little fucking asshole so anyway um channing tatum starts passing her and then why did they switch why does she like reveal herself because because channing tatum still like won't fuck with her and they're getting in a big fight and then she's like i can't do this anymore i can't do this anymore yes and then she starts peeling off her sideburns and eyebrows as she's explaining like my team got cut i didn't have a team they wouldn't let me try for the boys team so i pretended to be my brother so i could play in this fucking game yeah so this whole time i have been lying to you but not for the reason that you think it's i don't like olivia i love you Mm. so and he goes just because you're wearing a wig doesn't make you uh viola and then so she flashes her titties <laughs> and then the dad who was in the stand goes is it just me or is there a lot more nudity than normal in this soccer yeah, game and not just regular nudity fucking child nudity exactly. which is like dude what the fuck is happening right now uh... but anyway so then they go on to play and they win but might i say dude the fucking stunt double with the oh wig my is God. horrendous. And Brett and I were like, why did they even do that? Because the <sighs> moves that the stunt double is doing are not complicated. No. It's running around. And it's literally a man in a really long yeah. wig. Like, you can tell. It's so fucking funny. But it's not even like the man in the wig is doing, like, the kicks or the leaps or the jumps. Literally, like, dribbling and running. I'm like, Amanda Bynes could not have done this? I don't understand. <laughs> it is so fucking it is so fucking funny oh but there is one line by the coach that we skipped over because once amanda buys oh, her whole reveal mm-hmm. the asshole coach who was like it's science that girl suck he's like um no she can't play girls aren't allowed in this league and then the coach goes hey Rattelaria, we do not discriminate based on gender and he's like poking him so hard and the coach is like that's gonna bruise yeah which i was like <laughs> Oh, I'm mm-hmm. calling you dead. Then yeah, horrible stunt double comes in, but they win the game, babes. They fucking win the goddamn game. But and as then- everyone's celebrating joyously, you see Chad T- Channing Tatum just give Olivia or Viola. I keep calling her Olivia. Viola like a side eye, disappointed, walks off the field. Like, so their shit is not resolved, not at all. But um, Viola introduces sub- the real Sebastian to Olivia, and then and literally says, "You guys should talk." That's how it should be. Uh-huh. That's the setup. She doesn't try to talk everybody in. She's just like, meet each other, see how it goes. Exactly. And then the parents, like, weirdly, which, like, this was never, like, a plot point. This is the first time you're seeing the dad at this game. But, like, the mom and dad are, like, kind of getting back together, which is, like. Oh. I know. I was like, we don't need this. Yeah, like, this is not necessary, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
And then Toby confesses his love to Eunice, which is really Yeah, they start making out on the field. Which is disgusting. (laughs) I hated it. But it was beautiful for what it was. Mm -hmm. And everything is kind of resolved, except for the Channing Tatum and Amanda Bynes shit. Um, So then the next scene is like her helping Olivia get ready for like the actual debutante ball. And... um, Olivia's like, okay, you should start getting ready now. And she's like, I don't think I need to get ready. And then her mom comes in with a fire line, which is like, you don't need a man to wear a pretty dress, which mm-hmm. is like, boom. True. But I was also like, this is the fucking debutante. They're going to make her get a man. And I sure know. enough, they do. She I picks know. Paul, the fabulous friend who helped her do her makeover. So it's like, okay, she, she does need a man to wear the dress. Totally. But anyway, she gets all dressed up and hot and pretty. Yep, she sure does. And then, well, before she gets dressed up and hot and pretty, she's like, I'm going to go on a walk really quick. So she goes on a walk. And there's like a really weird scene that they did not need to put in, which oh, is like Oh no, it's like my favorite scene. The ground Yes. I was cracking up in anticipation because I was so excited for Brent to see it. And I was like, <laughs> I forgot about this part and I love it. No, it's really funny, but it also was like, it why did you even think of doing this? Like it must it's have Amanda Bynes and she's a comedic genius. I know. Or maybe it was even a nod to Twelfth Night. Like, who knows? Maybe there was some shit like that in there, but honestly, but it like, felt yeah, very- Amanda Bynes is sitting by like a pond and it's all foggy and dark. And you could tell she's like waiting and hoping that Channing Tatum's gonna come. And you hear footsteps through the ground. And she turns around and she goes, "I'm so glad you came. I didn't think you'd make it." And he's like continuing to approach, but you don't see him yet. And she goes, "Say something." <laughs> and then you see this like big burly Brant groundskeeper emerge. He goes, "I gotta turn on the sprinklers, lady." <laughs> and she's <laughs> like oh. so disappointed. Yeah. And then like Channing Tatum really does emerge, and she's like, <laughs> "Dude," and he looks actually like Channing Tatum's hot. But, like, in this scene specifically, he's so... Mm-hmm, just the way shirt. he's talking to her. Mm-hmm. I hooked up with a guy one time who reminds me so much of Channing Tatum. Ooh. And so this whole scene, I was just like... What does he say again? I don't really remember because I was probably said, so giggling about the groundskeeper. He's, <laughs> he says, like... She's like, I can't believe you came. And then he basically says, like, so a couple weeks ago, I kissed this girl. And I haven't stopped thinking about the kiss. And... um. I also really miss my roommate. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, and like, I, I don't know. He said something like, I was really like upset about the way things went down. But at the same time, I don't know if I would have opened up to you mm. the way I did if you didn't pretend to be a dude. And then she's like, well, just so you know, everything you told me as a dude made me like you so much more as a girl. And she's like, your roommate's right in here. Mm-hmm. Just can't. Very cute. And then they go, like, he presents her, which also is just so archaic I and, know. like, fucking weird and gross. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but anyway, they look so cute and they're, like, making out on stage. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, they would not allow this. Chill. Oh, and everyone else's dress is white, but hers is green because she's different. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that dress, too. Yeah. It still holds up. And then uh, the end of the movie is just, like, them being like, hee hee. They're yay. playing soccer together. Yeah, which is very cute. Very cute. cute. Integrated teams. Ha ha. Bringing it back to the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. So anyway, great fucking. That's the movie. Such a good fucking movie. Love it so goddamn much. One of our. As per usual, I feel like we answered a lot of these trivia questions, but let's go through them. Let's do it. Because we are running out of battery. Uh oh. Let's go. Okay. Where does Sebastian tell his mom he's going for two weeks, and where does he actually go? He was like, I'm going to dad's, but really he's going to England. Correct, Amundo. What's fake Sebastian's favorite type of cheese? Gouda. <laughs> yeah. What does Amanda Bynes tell the, to the kid after she peels the sideburn off their face? 
Oh, stay in school. <laughs> yes, I love that. Just, stay in school. Number four. Why is the principal so concerned about Sebastian? Because he's a predator. Because he's a predator slash he's a transfer student. <laughs> I love that you're like, don't trust this It guy. just feels sus. Like, mm-hmm. it really just is yeah, sus. Yeah, that's a fair point. Like, even if he's not an actual um, chimo, he's still, like, fucking, like, suspect for real. Mm. Okay, last question. Okay. What determines the final score of the big soccer game? Oh, uh, her, like, kick. Yeah, her penalty kick penalty kick there you go i know nothing about sports there you go and guess what i also found earlier a quiz a buzzfeed which she's the main character and so i was like afraid there wouldn't be one yes and the tagline is when i close my eyes i see you for who you truly are which is we forgot to include that (laughs) so good that's how he dumps monique it's fucking beautiful okay what's your favorite sport soccer football i only like to watch not play does chess count? <laughs> I don't like any. Um, I'll like to to play. Um, I know there's not very many choices. Yeah, really not. I, I guess I'll say um, I like to watch, not play. Okay. What is your favorite subject in school? PE, music, science, or free time? Music. Oh. How would you describe your style? Fancy, heels and dresses every day. Sporty, classic, or trendy? Um, I, I don't know. These are all really rough. Yeah, okay, not a lot of I guess I'll go with like trendy, even trendy. though I'm really more like. You're comfy. wearing a very trendy shirt. Oh, thanks. Would you ever work a kissing booth? Hell yeah, I would. Maybe if it's for charity. Only if my mom makes me, or you definitely not. I know the right answer would be no, but like I probably would. So hell yeah, I would. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, no, I probably would. That. Pick your favorite couple: Duke and Viola, Duke and Olivia, Justin and Viola, Sebastian and Olivia, Sebastian and Monique, or Toby and Eunice. Toby and Eunice, baby. Yeah. Just because I think it's cute. You are Sebastian. You're a dream chaser and will follow them no matter what. In the end, you'll realize lying isn't the best option. Sinister? Uh, <laughs> what the? In the end, you'll find out lying isn't the best option? Like, Wait, okay. am I the real Sebastian? Or yes, Viola? yes, yes. Real oh, okay. Sebastian. What's your favorite sport? I already know Football. what it is. Football. Football, baby. What is your favorite subject in school? PE, music, science, free period. Free period. Knew it. <laughs> How would you describe your style? Fancy, heels and dresses every day. Sporty, classic, or trendy? I'd say classic or trendy. Let's go classic. Okay. Would you ever work in a kissing booth? Hell no. (laughs) You definitely not? No. Pick your favorite couple. Duke and Viola. Duke and Olivia. Justin and Viola. Sebastian and Olivia. Sebastian and Monique. Or Toby and Eunice. Uh... I gotta go with the main couple, Duke yeah. and Deli- No, Duke and, and Viola. Viola. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're Duke, baby. <gasps> oh my god. You're athletic and good looking, but sometimes Thanks. a little shy. You may not know what you want at first, but you'll figure it out eventually. Thanks, and they have the amazing baby. gif of him like dramatically oh, opening yes. up the cell phone. Oh, god Flip phone, him. I should say. Mm-hmm. Good times. 
Well, we did it. Another episode in the books. Fuck yeah, you guys. We didn't run out of battery. Yeah, we got to wrap it up real quick. But we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to our thousands of rants during this episode. Yeah, this is a real uh, feminist power hour. Thank you for attending. We hope you learned something. Yeah, and um, shout out to all the amazing women that listen to our podcast. Mm -hmm. We love you. You're the majority. And all the men that listen because I think every man that listens is just like a shining star. A shining star and also very supportive and cool. And if you're not, why the fuck are you here? Yeah, maybe you're hate listening to us. Whatever, we'll take the streams. Literally, thanks. Oh, and also, you guys, please rate us because yeah. I noticed that we're kind of missing a lot of ratings on. Um, yeah. We have the- over, you know, a thousand streams. Where are them stars at? It's yeah. super easy. You just tap the tap the fifth star yeah and then red review too if you can because yeah. that would be fucking it can even sweet. be short just like great podcast yeah even Love yeah them. i think if it's something a little simple just take a minute out of your day we'd really appreciate Please. it but thank you so much we love you we can't wait till next episode love you, which is love gonna me. be master of disguise. disguise oh my gosh guys that was great the worst I, best movie <laughs> ever made I'm so fucking stoked. It's uh, have you seen it recently? No, I haven't watched it probably since. It's <laughs> it's amazing. Is all I can say. Oh my god! Everybody should watch it. I'm so excited. Yeah, everyone should watch it. So then, when we review it, you guys will know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we love you so love much. You. Bye. Bye. Thank you to our producer Brent for his editing skills, and to Grady for our delightful theme song. If you have questions for us or would like to advertise with us, please email us at blockbusterwives at gmail.com. And as always, please rate, subscribe, and tell all your friends about us. We love you.